Really? You're going to stop? I pressed record, and the first thing you do is just uh, Bob Belcher burp. into the microphone. I had a little burp. Listen, let's skip the intro. Let's skip all the cuteness. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Great. Terrific. Now everyone podcast. knows where they are. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our podcast. That's the one. Uh, this episode is without question dedicated to the girl that we sat next to on the plane oh, on the way it. over here. And I don't know if you were down to tell this story. I don't know if you want to relive this, but I'm, I'm going to. Everything that I remember from my experience sitting next to this l- little lady. She's a little lady. So Mike and I fight over the window seat. Yeah. We're like five-year-olds that really want to watch the clouds. And That's all not that even stuff. it. It's more so that like it's more the middle seat Sucks. is what hell is like. Yeah. Without yes. question. <laughs> yes. I have never been to hell. I have only oh. there's the music. Yeah. I've only read stories. Right. Has so, to be what that's like. So what ended up happening was I let Mike sit in the window seat on the way there and I dancing, got just I the get record. the window seat the way back. Yeah. Yeah. And so we get on the plane and we find our seat and the girls already sitting in the in the aisle seat. Yeah. And I say, excuse me. Good start, she, by the way, because I wasn't going to start there. She, but great start. She, like, looks at me and she, like, moves in. And I, I'm like, no, no, no. We, we're those two seats. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, excuse me. So she goes to move her knees for us to, like, squeeze through. Yeah, doesn't get And up, I just, like, stare do the- at her. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? So that's the number one. Doesn't so do one. the get up. Does the, right. does the, um... Like the minor league baseball, the knees to the side stadium move, yeah. right? Yeah. Where you don't necessarily have to get all the way up because your seat folds up and you could just put your your butt up against the back of the chair, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Am I explaining that correctly? Yeah, you're absolutely susplaining. Sp- <laughs> Everything's being susplained correctly right yes. now. So doesn't do that. Just looks right. at us and then goes back to sit down before I get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, not not done. <laughs> Right. Not done with the We're seating. Together. We sit together. Yeah. <clears throat> so <laughs> So that ended up happening. By this point you're comfortably nestled by the window. Right. And I'm sitting so so close to this girl. Hot mess of a of well, a chick. And so before yeah. we even take off, she keeps staring at us. Yes. And staring. Li- and staring. Yes. So finally I give her the wide eyed like Crazy, yeah. crazy eyes. The look. Albanian stare back is what I like to call it. <laughs> so you, you got her back. She was right. just straight up staring. Right. That's weird. Don't that's, do that. Yeah. Hey, sh- don't do that yeah. ever. And that's, that's a lesson to everyone. Please, 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 no matter what, what? don't stare at people. Right. Um, so... Here's the thing. Here's another thing that so, Aish don't ever do, ever. You, I don't know if you heard this part. I think you were, like, zoned out, getting comfortable, maybe enjoying the window yeah. by this point. Before we even take off, she's on the phone. Loudly. Mm. And oh, my God. Like, that's so... Yeah, really? <laughs> so... Oh, my God. Before she hangs up the phone, she... I don't want to make any assumptions, but do you know how uh, when there's a 
a baby present, uh-huh. you the baby just sometimes cries because the baby wants something and the baby doesn't know any words. Okay. And then you get a little bit older, mm-hmm. like uh, pre-teen years, mm-hmm. early teen years, mm-hmm. and you know that you're only upset because you're not really upset right. and you'd like to be upset at right. that point. So then she does that thing, I assume. Mm-hmm. Okay? I could be wrong and I could also be an asshole for being wrong. Don't care, I don't think. <laughs> So she then turns on the upsetness and she goes, hey, can you, um, she's on the phone by this point. Can you, before we take off, can you just text me, just text me like you used to before. Oh, good timing playing outside. Can you just text me like you used to? It would, it would mean the world to me if you could just text me like you used to. And I'm going to be super devil's advocate to myself, and yeah. I'm going to super shut down myself and say maybe she was just nervous to fly. Maybe. We learned later that that's definitely not the case. Yeah. But maybe by this point, she's just nervous to fly. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so she's talking to what I can only imagine is uh, a... Um, Ex-boyfriend. Maybe a boy who does not reciprocate the feelings that she is feeling. And she's like, can you just, before we take off, I'm going to hang up the phone with you right now, but just text me like we used to, just yes. right now to mean the world to me. <sighs> Something you would you would hear right before you walk out of a romantic comedy yeah. that wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> that's the line that would do it. So that's, so we proceed to take off. Yes. And she. Lovely take off, by lo- the way. Yeah. Lovely Bravo. incline. Yeah. Okay. We were in the clouds before we knew it. The pilot was great. Thank yeah. you. He was kind of funny. Yeah, kind in of. In a way. In a, it's in a weird sort of way. In an adorable pilot, 50-year-old man way. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and I, soon after takeoff, I fall asleep for a little while. Sure. That's when the fun starts. Because that's when the shoes come off. <laughs> and? The shoes came off instantly. Not only do the shoes come off. But there's something that I've I've um, yelled at uh, Zoya for before, mm-hmm. and that's when the feet go on in between to the side of the seat. So her shoes come off, just wearing these socks, and her feet are all over everything except the floor. Right. By this point, and um, I don't want to skip anything. Uh, she. Keeps all of her stuff, like a lot of stuff, like a whole office filled with stuff underneath the seat in front of her. Right. Like out, not in right. a bag, just no. like out separated as if it were on a desk. Right. But oops, it's not. It's under a seat on a plane. Meanwhile, she is, e- wow. Meanwhile. She. she <laughs> wow. What is she doing it by this point? What is she doing? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, she is eating 15 bags of Chex Mix. Right. Which is kind of the only part of this I can understand, because Chex Mix is dope. Right. Straight up. I've so, said it before. I'm on record as saying that Chex Mix is the dopest. Huh? What? The, I had to Chex say a lot of X's. Mix Chex is... Mix is dopest. Okay. I Keep think going. we can agree. Keep going. So my only gripe with that is she kept ordering bags and bags of Chex Mix, and like the flight attendant would come over and give her the thing, and she just wouldn't say anything. Just, like, look up, kind of, and grab the bag. Say thank you, man. Yeah. Say thank you. Yeah. Because you're a civilian feet in the sky right now. And uh, because I'm sure your parents taught you better. Well, 
by this point, who knows right. what the parents did or did not teach. They're just spoiled. Yeah. They just spoiled her. Um, so before I get too far ahead of myself, mm-hmm. first and foremost, if you're ever in a romantic situation or a friendship situation where you have to say a phrase uh, exactly like or similar to, I'm going to get off the phone right now. I'm going to hang up. Please text me like you used to. It would mean the world to me. Get out of that situation. Yeah, fast. Because that's a Run. bad situation to Run. be in. And I guarantee, guarantee, if I might get a little vulgar with it, uh-huh. that whoever is on the other end of that conversation uh-huh. doesn't want to be in that conversation either. Right. If you have to – imagine if you were on the phone and I was like, hey, we're talking right now. We're having a conversation, but I'm going to hang up. And definitely text me like you used to because right. it would mean the world to me. Also, this verbal conversation that we're having, it means nothing to me. Right. I got to read something. Spell right. everything right or else there's going to be some shit right. like you used to. Right. Add an emoji, right. smiley poop emoji yeah. like you used to. Speaking of smiling poop emoji. Yeah. So this young lady ended up getting caught not only oh, <laughs> I hit my whole head on the microphone. Sorry. Not only picking her nose yeah. in public. And of course, so I ended up waking up from my little nap and I had asked Mike and um, 11C to move. <laughs> we'll call her 11C. Yeah. How old do you think? Because we have, we have um, different opinions so on this. So Mike thinks that she was probably early I'm gonna say to 15. Mid, mid-teens. Yeah. I th- I'm thinking like college... Oh, boy. That makes it even less good. Yeah. Okay, so go so, ahead. So, um, 11C was asked to move, and I told Mike, because when I woke up, Mike was seething. Yeah. And I was like, sit by the window. I'll sit in the middle seat. This so is I, like I, probably a six-hour-long flight. This is like two hours two and, left in the flight. No. More oh, than that. no, totally. I, I sat there for the majority, Sleeping Beauty. Um, for the majority of the trip, no, I was in hell. Me. AKA 11B. Right. Anyway, so Mike and I switched seats. We, I sit in the middle seat. But as I'm coming back, I'm like, excuse me, nothing. Excuse yeah. me, nothing. Finally, I just aggressively, the aggressive tapper. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. She ends. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah," and like looking at me. Meanwhile, she has her laptop. Like at this point, I just want to stomp onto on the laptop. Yeah, which it's was in like the way right in the aisle. Right. Oh, there's one point I forgot, which makes it even more annoying mm-hmm. because the legs were all over the place. Her knee and her elbow. She was horrible at the armrest situation because now she had the elbow on the right armrest, which is connected to the aisle, mm-hmm. and the left arm rest, which is connected to mine. That's yeah. mine. Yeah. Right? And uh, because her feet and her knees were everywhere, her knee was always over the invisible line that is the arm rest that's mine. Right. So this girl's uh, triceps yeah. and knees were all up in my shit mm-hmm. this whole trip. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I didn't well, want to Well, she tried to do that to me, and I just kind of like looked at her – Looked at her leg, and then I looked at her. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so, cutie. Mm-mm. 
No. So you want to step on our laptop so on the now way to the bathroom? So now I want to step you. We're definitely both pooping. there and back. Nope, I wasn't. Yeah. Um, and uh, she is like finger like knuckle deep in her nose. Yeah. And she keeps farting. And it was like like rotting asshole. Yeah. It was like the worst kind of farts. Yeah. That you could ever smell. Tiny farts. They smelled like baby farts. They were like, yeah, baby formula farts. Yeah. If anyone knows what they are. Yeah. And uh, I was, so when you woke up before you, before we switched, Mm -hmm. I was just looking at you with my eyes (laughs) and I was, I was screaming with my eyes. And you were like, what's wrong? You were very annoyed with me at this point because sometimes we, I have a problem and I don't know how to say it. You were like, if there's a problem, you just let me know. We'll fix it. Right. Is there a, was I doing something? Right. Was there a problem? I know the look that you yeah. give me when I give you the look. And uh, I couldn't even say it. I couldn't say this little rude, rude, rude girl is now farting. On top of all the things, now she's machine gun ripping them right next to me. Uh-huh. I feel the vibrations, Marky Mark, <laughs> and I don't want any part of it. Right. So we land, and there's just lingering farts. Yeah. I just feel like I'm in a tiny cartoon green cloud but at like, this point. Every time she was picking her nose, I would just so happen like to look at her. Yeah. And she would like slowly... like. Pretend like she was itching her nose. Yeah. But like I caught her like knuckle deep once. And normally I'd be like, if you're picking your nose, you know, get at it. Get at yourself. I'm not going to stare at you. But because this girl every 10, 15 minutes would stare at us in the eyes when she thought that we had no periphery. Right. uh, You had to stare at her back when she was picking her nose. Right. And putting her socks all up on the shit. Right. And the knees and the farts and the everything for six hours. I just would stare at her mouth open. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, but then you get the, the fart fuck in the teeth. What are you doing? That's why you think you have a cavity because you got fart <laughs> tooth. She probably farted in between your teeth and now it's rotting away. I didn't fall asleep while I was sitting next to her. I certainly did. Yeah, you did. I might have pink eye right now. Yeah. In both eyes and my mouth. I might have pink mouth. There was one point because she like had farted like seven times in a row. Like it was like yeah, firing them off. Squat, 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 yeah. squat, squat, squat. <laughs> yeah, and squat, uh, squat. I wanted to physically harm her. I can't lie. I'm glad you didn't. I'll tell you that. That would have been the only thing that would make that worse. Yeah. So, so 11C, the girl in 11C is what this episode's going to be called. Fuck you, 11C. <laughs> Here's the. Uh, I would love to just straight up say something like that, but you don't know how old she was. So she might be a teenage girl just dealing with the fact that she doesn't know what manners or common sense or etiquette is yet. Uh, I don't care. So hopefully... Fuck you. (laughs) So pissed. Yeah. I respect it. Hopefully um, you learned a little something from that. Any of the things we've been talking about for the past 15 minutes, don't fucking do any of that shit ever. Farting on a plane is terrorism. And I'll (laughs) tell you why. You can't go anywhere, okay? Most of the time in a post-9-11 world, the 
seatbelt sign is always on. When you're in your seat, you're supposed to have it. So you're tethered to your seat where you just have to <laughs> smell them farts all the time. Right. And I hate it so hard. And it, there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. Okay? Right. There's just farts. There's only farts. Right. And you fart any other time. Any, Any other, other time. time is fine. Dude, Bathroom. I'll invite 11C. She's a lot younger than I am. I'll invite 11C to my funeral. Fart at my funeral. I'll think it's hilarious. That's just good comic timing. Right. Okay? Right. That's fun. He would have loved to have heard one person squeak one out at his funeral is what it's going to say on my grave. Right. <laughs> Write that down because <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> if I die tomorrow, I'm going to say 11C. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead now. Squeak it out. Now it's fine. Right. Don't fart on a plane, dude. No. Please? No. Please don't fart on a plane? And if you're on a plane taking a phone call, don't scream. Let's talk about hey, things we'd... Right. Don't. Hey, shh, don't scream on a plane. Let's talk about things we'd rather people do on a plane than fart. <laughs> things we'd rather have on a plane than farts. Uh, snakes. Yeah. I um, would rather... Uh, we hung out with uh, Tessa Violet and Rusty Clayton. Uh, yesterday. Oh, everything's dropping like it's hot outside. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Um, and uh, he was talking about how there are some churches by the Appalachian Mountains mm-hmm. and all them, where he's from, where they have snake handling churches. Right. And he said there's some verse in the Bible that says something like, uh, Oh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but like the righteous or whatever will be able to like live with snakes and hold snakes. So they just let live snakes like copperheads and rattlesnakes. Go- what are you doing right now? I, Where are you? I'm right here. You're like underneath the table. I'm right here. All right. So there's no one else here for me to talk to. I'm so right here. if I feel like you're underneath the table while I'm telling my super interesting story, I'm just going to lose my place. It is. So they <laughs> hold copperhead snakes. And what it said was something along the lines of, um, you'll be able to live amongst these poisonous snakes. Yeah, and something whoever like that. dies didn't believe enough. Yeah. So I'd rather have that on the plane than right. farts. Right. Straight up. Because then at least you have a chance. Right. With farts, there's nowhere to, there's nowhere to go. Right. Um, I would rather have... Um, Fire ants in my shoes. Inside of your shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing, kind of unavoidable. Right. Right? Right. Um, I got my mom an iPhone. Yeah. That was fun. Unrelated. Yeah. She's super stoked about it. Yeah. It's pink. Yeah. It was funny because she was, she was going to go for the blue one, but she was like, I'm going to go for the blue one because you think that I, I, I'm just going to say the pink. And yeah. I was like, well, if you want the pink, grab the pink. And she was like... I want the pink. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. My tiny little adorable mother. Yeah. You know what else she did? The first picture she sent me was a picture of her face. Yeah. And it said, my first parentheses and last, all capital letters, close parentheses, selfie. Right. My mom. That was after the fact that we ended up, well, I go to Mike's house one night, and we were sitting there, and his mom's phone was there, sitting vulnerable. Yeah, so vulnerable. Vulnerable. Ah. And uh, I ended up taking it, and 
I took a selfie on it and I made it her back, her, uh, her background. You did, and then I copied you and right. made myself her lock screen. Right. And then she learned how to lock her phone. Right. Immediately after that. Yeah. Um, I had this this um, young lady message me on Twitter. Okay. And uh, what is that? What is happening? They're right washing something outside. Oh, wash your ass. <laughs> out there. Right? Let me see. Yeah, let me see. Remember from before? Yeah. Um so I had this girl ask me um to talk about like music recommendations. Okay. Okay. And music uh, recommendations by Mikey. Mikey Byron, right? Yeah. Um so I'm gonna do that, but I'm, this is our new segment called Record Mikey's Recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah. uh, me and my lovely uh, messy bun lady over here, mm-hmm. we went to a flea market yesterday. Yes, and I uh, I always look for dude. I feel like it's extra nursey outside today. You know what's funny is that you probably won't hear it. Well, you'll probably hear that. That is, that's a plane landing on the roof. Yeah. You're definitely going to hear that without question. But so, any, sorry, getting off topic. Um, we went to the flea market yesterday. Mm-hmm. Milady got a dope-ass trunk that kind of looks like a coffin, which yeah. made my car kind of look like a hearse on the way home. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Yeah. Probably stopped a couple people from cutting us off. I got a pretty good deal on it. They were selling it for 150 and I talked the lady down to 110 You haggled. You were like a, a hard ass. Yeah. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Come at me. Come come at me. Come at you. You can call me. I can help you haggle. You did. They were selling the coffin for 150. Uh huh. And you got it for 110. 110. Yeah. That's like a five ten dollar discount. She was like, "It's gonna, it's gonna uh, cause an argument," and I was like, "Well, there's." A bunch of scratches. This is cracked. That's this. I've got a lot of work to do on this. Yeah. You You're not going to do anything. You're going to do zero work on yeah. that. You're going to do exactly zero work on that. Absolutely. I like it. I like yeah. your lying to strangers to get 30 bucks off a thing. 50. 50 40. bucks. 40 bucks off. 40 We're bucks. both horrible at math <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> that was gross. So um, I was kind of upset that it, they didn't have a lot of like old toys mm-hmm. from like my generation i mm-hmm. was i thought that was going to happen at a flea market and yeah. like old nintendo games and shit like that mm-hmm. they didn't have a bunch but they did have a lot of record mendations mm-hmm. by byron mm-hmm. and um i enjoyed that very much and there's there's uh i bought a record from a dude who i can only describe as kind of an asshole he was kind of an asshole to me <laughs> for no reason um but I bought a record called Son of Schmielsen, which mm. is a Harry Nielsen. Nielsen? Uh-huh. How? Huh. Uh, a Harry Nielsen wow. record. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I go ahead and record men that record, or a different one by Harry Nielsen, I would say if you have the Netflix, go on and watch a documentary called Who is Harry Nielsen? Mm-hmm. And then you won't have to ask that question. And right. it's a very entertaining, very nice very interesting documentary. Mm-hmm. And then you might want some of his music as well. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. At the very least, you'll know. For sure. I have a recommendation. <clears throat> sure. By Byron or just regular? Just regular. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Manchester Orchestra's new album, Cope. Oh, did you end up listening to that? I really like it. Yeah. I really, really like it. I got it as a 
as a birthday present from Tim Hahn. Hey. Yeah, we love him. Put your Hans together for Tim. Hey, Hans. Um, what do you like about the record, Mentations? I, I don't know. I really I like Manchester Orchestra anyway. Yeah. So I think that they did a really good job with it. Sure. Simple Math was a great album, too. So what do they sound like? They kind of sound like um, Band of Horses or Manchester Orchestra. Yeah. You know, that genre. An actual Band of Horses or the band Band of Horses? The band Band of Horses. What do you think a band made up of horses would sound like? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> was, was that like the lead singer or just like the drummer set? <laughs> nice. Okay. So uh, what was the, I already forget, Manchester. Manchester Orchestra. Cope. Manchester Orchestra. Cope. Cope is the yeah. record. Yeah. And also the documentary is but I like how I I made up a segment called recommendations. The first thing I did was recommend a documentary. documentary. Well, maybe you can find the documentary right. on the record. Right. <laughs> Harry Nielsen. Harry Nielsen. Who is Harry Nielsen? And I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it too. We're like twenty five minutes through. I'm gonna take a little break to talk about sponsors and T shirts and stuff like that. That sounds. Do you want to talk about? Uh, or do you want to find us some questions? I have questions ready. Oh, dope. Why are you so, so prepared, though? I just want to say that... That is my shit. Thank you guys so much for listening. If we didn't... Well, I know for a fact that I didn't say it on the top of the show because I had something to get off my chase. Mm-hmm. By that point, mm-hmm. I needed that to come out. This is very therapeutic for me to be able to talk about uh, our middle C, our shared middle C experience mm-hmm. in hell. In hell. Um, so uh, DFTBA.com, they have uh, this book that I wrote called Never Stop Shutting Up. They have T-shirts. Uh, there's this one T-shirt where I'm drawn as a wrestler that just came back into stock. They just ordered all that stuff. So DFTBA.com, um, and then search for Mike Falzone, and it's all there. It's all there. I have a new um, comedy live music record called uh, Zebediah Zebra Pants, and you could buy the vinyl record on DFTBA.com. And there was only a 1,000 of those printed, and there's way less of those now. It came out um, in the middle of April. And it's also on iTunes, but no CDs. Got that digital, got that vinyl. Yep. Got that old, old meets that new, new. Yeah. I'm also coming out with an 8-track and a phonograph later on this year. No, he's not. No, I'm not. I'm sorry that I lied to you. Um. Yeah. Okay. So that was the break in the middle of the show. Was Thank that smooth? You. Yeah. Are you supposed to talk about the breaks being smooth like that? Sure. All right. You could. That's Thank you. That's a great transition. Yes. Uh, Abletard asks, first of all, you guys are the absolute best. Thank hey. you so much for everything. Thank you for using some of your 140 characters to just tell us how awesome we are. That's yeah, very generous you. of you. Uh, there was a second of all, but it wasn't a question. Yeah. And I didn't take it down. But it was <laughs> something along the lines. Sorry, Abletard. Um, it was so, something yeah. along the lines that he couldn't think of anything to say, but he loves us very much. Oh, okay. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, too. Thank you very much for listening. Tyler May asks. <laughs> it was a second of all, but I didn't pay any attention. <laughs> I love you. Whoops. I love you too. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Tyler May says, what do you think is the most valuable lesson you to learn? Welcome to... How? Oh, hmm. Second of all, you guys... What do you think is ridiculous. the most valuable lesson to learn? Um, uh, Common courtesy. Yeah, why not? Why not just put manners yeah. as, as the theme for today's show? Yeah. Manners are so fucking important. Yeah. And uh, me and my mom had this lengthy conversation about what? Me and my mom. Me and my mom had this lengthy conversation about, like, shit that you should have been taught in Mm -hmm. high school. Like, instead of calculus and all that bullshit, it should be, like, personal finances and stuff like that. Balance a checkbook. Balance a checkbook. All kinds of stuff like that. what a credit card is. Open up a bank account. Like, shit like that. Right? So a lot of it had to do with with math. Mm -hmm. But she made up. Uh, made up, brought up some good points about like English and like the better you speak, the the more respected you're going to be mm-hmm. in out in the regular real world. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like manner of speaking, manners in general, mm-hmm. etiquette. Yeah. Get your get your realizing that you're not the only person in the world game up. People and put need it on to He-Man. be a little more empathetic, I feel like. Sure. Although, I feel like I didn't have any empathy for that dumbass 11C. I feel uh, all of the patients that you would have had are um, quickly drained by being in the middle seat. Right. Yeah. Um, Devon Snellgrove asks, Hi, Devon. If you could have a superpower, what would you have? We've had this yeah. conversation before. I would have the power to easily answer this question. Whenever. Right. I used to say invisibility, and then I used to say flying. But now I'm going to do, I could, I automatically have the ability to, um, I, other people's farts smell like <laughs> uh, Cinnabons, always. Roses. Yeah. Um, I would, I feel like I would want a new one, and I think it would be to freeze time. Sure. Yeah. So if you froze time in the middle seat and the girl was farting, would the fart linger or would the fart dissipate? No, the fart would freeze. Okay. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't smell it. Right, but you would see it by that point. It would fall out right. of the sky. You would see the pfft of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Megan Tanjas asks. Ugh. Next. <laughs> How much did you miss me? Matthew Gatos asks. Isn't Megan Tanjas the worst? <laughs> Mike Falzone says, dude, you've asked this question before. Apple. <laughs> That's Mike my new Falzone. thing, dude. I've been replying to people on Instagram and Twitter with just random emojis. <laughs> Matthew Gatos, is that your question? Matthew Gatos, yes. Okay, so Megan Megan asked- Tanjas, I'll ask it every Okay. Week for the rest of your life. Yeah, great. So Megan wants to know how much we miss her, and she's also going to ask this question every week forever. Also, Matthew Gatos says, isn't Megan Todd just the worst? And mm-hmm. that was his official question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, Julian. No, dude, oh. you got to answer the question, though. Oh, <laughs> so yes, Megan, I missed you up until you denied me to go to the beach today with me. Yeah. And um, Matthew Gatos, she's not always the worst. She's not always the worst, but definitely most of the time. Also, I didn't miss you at all. <laughs> I think you're awesome. That doesn't mean I missed you <laughs> at all. 
We haven't hung out in a while, so I kind of do miss her a little bit. I miss her. And then uh, when we went out with Tessa, it got me thinking about tour and stuff like that. I miss being on the road with Megan mm-hmm. because we work very well in scary, uh, unfamiliar situations mm-hmm. together. I can hear. I. I- I can he- hear that. Yeah. There are very few people that you could be in, like, close proximity. car proximity yeah. with, you know? Not mean. Yeah, I do. I do. Also, also I'm going to take a break. Uh, Julian or Hannah, I mess this up every time. How many names does this person have? Several? Two. Okay. Will Mike ever release a scat album featuring Coffee Girl? <laughs> Favorite question? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes in. That's a free download. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I don't know why this made me think of this, but I had a dream the other night that I saw Mike Rubin. Yeah. And... You dreaming like, about Mike Rubin yeah. now? I was like, Mike Rubin, dude, what's going on? I was like, come give me some love. Yeah. Like I gave him a big tight squeeze and he was like, screw you. This is the only time I got to see you. <laughs> I, like, I didn't even see him while I was home, which I was very disappointed about, but I did give him a call. You do have dreams about people resenting you in your sleep. Yeah. That must be stressful. Yeah. Clayton Taylor asks. Hi, Clayton. Thanks for listening. Have you had any shh? I don't have you had any interesting, hey, shh, don't moments recently? Absolutely. We and talked if, about some of them yeah. already. This show can go on forever mm-hmm. if we just copied and pasted the first 15 minutes <laughs> and then ended it with this question and then did yeah. that over and over again right. forever. Nick Hume asks. Hi, Nick. Thanks for listening. I'm thinking of moving to L.A. to pursue a career in audio engineering. Any advice career-related or about moving there? Ah. Uh, I would say always do as much as you possibly can with the things that you love while you're wherever you are, you know? And don't necessarily, I don't know, this is different for everyone, but in my experience, I was like, don't absolutely move somewhere unless you know for a fact that it would, uh, dude, everything is so loud. Is it always this loud? Mm -hmm. And we just have been in Connecticut. Yeah. That landing in the bedroom? There's a plane in our bedroom now. Fine. Dibs on the window seat. Um, I don't know. For me, I was like, I, I wanted to do as much as I could from where I was. And then by the time I, I moved out here, I was like, well, it's definitely going to make everything better. But some people move out and they take a chance. And mm-hmm. uh, that's not necessarily bad either. Right. So, I mean, if you know you love it, and you, you have an idea of what you want to do when you get here and where you want to do it and people you want to hook up with, how many planes does it, is it going to so have to take? So many planes. I feel like we're playing um, Battleship right now, yeah. and there's an attack on the aircraft carrier, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're, we're hitting and missing all around it, but right. it's about to go down. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean... It- at first, moving somewhere away from home is really, really scary. Mm-hmm. And you have to definitely give it a chance, even no matter how hard it is in the beginning. 
Like, give it at least a good year. Give it yeah. a solid year. Yeah. So. I made that mistake before. I moved somewhere and I didn't give it enough time, I don't mm-hmm. think. And then I moved back. Cha. Was that my fault? No. Are no one's sure? fault. No one's fault but my own. Okay. Girl. Sweet yeah. baby girl. All right. Let's play the game. Let's never, ever leave the screen door open again while we're doing this show. Well, it's really nice, and it's not 100 degrees yet. I'll so... tell you what. Dude, temperature-wise, it's gorgeous in here. Yeah. Sound-wise? Not so much. It's horrible. Yeah. So I, I apologize for that. But yeah. you guys got to know that we're extra happy feeling tiny breezes. Right. Every time a police helicopter goes by. Right. Good stuff. Aaron Mall, what's the hardest thing you've had to go through in your 20-something year, 20 years? Oh, uh, that's, that's easy. Um, dying, almost dying a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, there's a YouTube video where I talk about this stuff, but there was a time when I was 26 where I uh, almost passed away twice in a month. So you can go back and look at that. I think it's called like my YouTube story. Part one and or two. And, uh, yeah, that was tough. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I've been through a lot of weird things. I don't know that any, I don't know. I've been through weird things. Okay. I don't know how to answer that. Was there anything in particular that you learned a lot from that you know? Yeah, don't be a shitty person. Uh, okay. Were you a shitty person? No, I was not. Okay. People around me were. And then you learned from those people and their actions not to be yeah. shitty? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you, do you, what kind of person do you think you are? Now, if you were to describe yourself as a person... I think I'm a very honest, loyal person. Mm-hmm. I would agree um, with that. I think that, uh, you know, I'll do anything for anyone. Yeah. As long as it's... I know, I, you guys, we're really sorry about that. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I think that they're looking for me. <laughs> the hardest thing I ever had to go through was the feds flying over our house. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. The hardest um, thing, <laughs> blocking out that sound was the hardest thing we've ever had to go through. Right. Um, I think that I would, I do a lot for people as long as I feel that it's going to be returned. Not like in the sense of I do this for you, you have to do this for me. But like if I ever needed something, cause I don't expect things from others. Mm-hmm. I just kind of do out of the kindness of my heart. But if God forbid I needed something, you know, I know that the company I keep will hook me up if I need, if need be. Sure. You know? Um, and that's all I can really want out of just learn to be a better, yeah. more honest person. I don't know. And try to surround yourself with people who would help you out when you're there for them. Right. Also, I feel like you kind of, you're very like, you always want to help. Mm-hmm. No matter what. I, I think th- this is just from an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would really love if it was reciprocated reci- ugh, reciprocated all the mm-hmm. time. But I feel like you would do it anyway because uh-huh. that's just the kind of person you are. Yeah. I mean, I do things not because I want to be rewarded for them. I do them because I want to. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, girl. I think that anybody that does it because they have to be rewarded for something, I think that's... I don't think that's cool. Yeah. Jasmine Gentry... Gentry? Sure. Uh, asks, did you guys enjoy yourselves? Were you able to relax on your vacation? I would say... Yeah. I did enjoy myself, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't necessarily relax a quarter of as much as I wanted to, but there were a couple really, really nice days where we got to chill out. Yeah. And I did feel at ease for definitely a couple days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For I, I was really busy. I took a lot of clients while I was home, which, mm-hmm. was, which was really nice. Um, you seemed really happy to be busy. Yeah, it's my favorite thing to be busy. I love being busy because it makes the day go by and I feel like I've accomplished a lot. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I would love to know what the sky looks like right now. I'm picturing just like Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> There's so much bullshit happening in the sky right now. Right. Sorry. That's okay. You know what? If This is like that episode where we thought that they could hear us breathing, but they really couldn't hear us breathing yeah. at all. We're going to be talking about this fucking, this plane forever, and not a sound is going to come through right. this fucking thing. Right. You're like, these guys are, they have real sensitive ears. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kelly Truslow asks, what's your favorite cheesy joke, and what's your favorite childhood memory? Oh, man. I heard, I, I listened to the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast because I... <laughs> I love the way he talks. Yeah. This is this angry Southern guy. Uh-huh. He's so awesome. And I love all the old, like, Southern adages, uh-huh. you know, and, like, sayings. Uh-huh. And he said this one thing, like, super quick. Like, not even uh, – it didn't even phase him at all. He was like, I was more nervous than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second, and then I got it, and then it was great. Yeah. So that's my new favorite corny joke that's probably been around that's probably like the second joke ever any and all the uh knock knock jokes that my nephew tells me whether yeah. they're made up <laughs> or they're the really orange knock knock who's their orange yeah. knock knock who's their orange knock knock who's their orangey nope, glad that that's I didn't definitely me. not the joke though that's the only thing it's definitely banana and the payoff is definitely orange nope <laughs> yeah no it totally is Knock, knock, banana. Knock, knock, banana. No, it's not. No, it's It's the not. other way around. Yeah. And then it's banana. Orange, you glad I didn't say? I don't get it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Those are, knock, knock jokes are my favorite cheesy You know what is the jokes. greatest thing about um, me being wrong? No, I'm, you know what the greatest thing about... Um, little kids telling jokes is what? is like when they make up jokes and they don't really know what <laughs> what a joke it really is right. yeah that's the best yeah like knock knock who's there okay go through the door <laughs> and they're like holding back laughter they go through the door cause you didn't say banana <laughs> little kids are awesome yeah and the fact that your little five, six-year-old nephew uh-huh. could memorize um, the banana orange joke. Yeah. And I could butcher it yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. was terrific. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. Yeah. Um, I was, I, 
last Thursday I went to my sister's house and I was hanging out with the kids and you know they're my nephew was getting ready for bed, so I was like, why don't we go hang out for a little while? So he was like, come to my room. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Although the lisp and like the speech impediment is almost gone, gone. and I'm devastated. Yeah, it's the worst. Devastated. What can we do to get that back? There's videos. That's it. Maybe we could put hot sauce <sighs> on his tongue or some shit no. like that. Maybe so, we could feed him only Sour Patch Kids forever. Get that thing to swell up. Yeah, so we were... <laughs> We were like sitting there and we were talking. We were having a spelling bee. <laughs> He's like so smart and just just such a good kid. Like, mm-hmm. And then he was cheating and I was like, spell supercalifragilistic. And he's like, I can't spell that. <laughs> you know? And then uh, Violet went into the room and he was like saying his little prayers and what he's thankful for every night that mm-hmm. they do that. And That's he adorable. Says, he says... Thank God for my aunt. Oh. And I wanted to smash him into a million pieces. Yeah. Because that's how much I love him. <laughs> sure. That's a weird yeah. way of expressing love. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's Loya, mm-hmm. but uh, at Loya says, what would you do if you woke up one day and your belly button was on your back? I'd probably just go back to sleep. Right. Straight up. <laughs> I'd probably be like, well, this isn't going to be a very good day at all. Right. Because that's gross. Right. Um, nope. That's my answer. I what would you do? I, I don't know. It wouldn't be a belly button by that point. It'd be like a vertebra button. It'd be, yeah, it'd be like a... Backspace. Yeah. That would, yep, that's it. It would be your backspace. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would be your back hole. Don't you kind of, isn't your butthole kind of like a belly button that's on your back? <laughs> no, hear me out. Because it's attached to your, uh, awesomely timed music, first of all. Right. But it's like attached to your intestine at right. one point. Uh-huh. It's just a, your butthole is a belly button that hasn't been uh, soldered shut, I guess. Yeah. So, Loya, you're the... The answer is that's your butthole. Yeah. Yeah, Loya. You already have one. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thank you so fucking much for listening to this show. I don't know what just happened for the past 45 minutes. But straight up, the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, We'd like to remind you that this show is brought to you absolutely free by the unsung heroes of the podcast community is our Patreon listeners. And our Patreon listeners are uh, dope-ass listeners of ours who, out of the goodness of their heart, reach into their pockets and give us a little bit of money to keep this show free and hopefully enjoyable forever and always. Um, uh, There's a couple different packages on patreon.com backslash Mike Falzone that you can go check out if you want to support the show yourself. If you don't want to support the show, absolutely nothing changes, but you should definitely thank the following people along with us. Um, Kodehi, thank you for so much. Thank you for so much. Thank you for everything you've done for me, which is so much. Uh, Brad <laughs> Cover, your ears, because I'm fucking up the banana joke. Joseph Palka, everyone Palka, including the rest of your family. Kamal, who has been talking to me on Twitter, saying I owe him breakfast and shit like that. That's, he, he wrote to me on... Listen, he doesn't <laughs> owe anybody breakfast but me. <laughs> yeah. Listen, 
All right. Wait, why do you owe him breakfast? I would like to know why. I don't know. I feel like, Kamal, you have to support uh, things like that with other things. Like, why? Reasons. Yeah. And I don't know that anyone owes anyone breakfast. Breakfast is a reward that you owe yourself. You owe it to yourself to wake up and to fill your cup with Folgers and also eggs and breakfast. Um, Aaron Mull. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the podcast. And um, I'd like to thank our uh, our Patreon sponsor, Kevin Whitting, who wrote a book with his mom called In Pain We Trust about the issue of doctor-patient advocacy here in the United States of America. You should read it and learn how to talk to your doctors if you're having a problem because the better you communicate with your doctors, the more clear your diagnosis is going to be, and then you're going to be all better. For example, when my appendix was exploding, I didn't go to the hospital for mad long. And then that caused me to almost die because I didn't know what the fuck was happening with myself. And then I went to the hospital and I was like, yo, shit's getting real. And then they were like, oh, well, that's your appendix. So because I was able to communicate so clearly with my doctors by saying shit is real. Right. um, The struggle inside of myself is real is what I think I said. And they were like, well, let's scoop that appendix out. Right. Um, The book is called In Pain We Trust. It's available on Amazon.com. And they also have a Facebook, so go check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Listening. And uh, go, if you want to support the podcast, go to Patreon.com backslash Mike Falzone. If you're part of the $10 group, we give you uh, our Skype name. And what happens is uh, we email you through Skype and we say, hey, go download uh, – We sorry, we email you through Patreon. Hmm. And uh, then we give you our Skype name and we say, hey, hit us up on Skype. And as soon as we see your message go through, then we'll message you back. I believe um, Coffee Girl, a.k.a. Zajo, you video, videoed people. Not last week. That never ended up happening. When I was we talking home? to a couple people via Skype. Oh, but great. Yeah, Sometimes let me know. Sometimes it's hard to, yeah. to sync. But uh, yeah, definitely hit us up. And check out all the stuff on DFTBA.com. And uh, first and foremost, and most importantly, first and foremost, at the end of the show, absolutely not. That doesn't make any sense. But most importantly, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. We love doing this for you every weekend. And um, I think that's important to remind everybody of is we still have such a good time doing this, um, just like when we started Mm -hmm. doing it. So thank you for letting us do this for you, and thank you for listening. Thank you. That's it. That's it. You want to end this one with a swear? 11C. <laughs>